1: This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Once again, I believe Jonas Knox left the line of the night.
2: What is Mike Harmon doing, Jonas Knox, by not working tonight? Oh, hey, you the listener? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Mike Harmon has spit in your face as a listener. He doesn't care about you, your family, your night, your life, or your summer. A giant F you from Mike Harmon to you. Spit
0: in your face! Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show, Fox Sports Radio, FoxSportsRadio.com and iHeartRadio. We're live from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit Geico. Dot com. And, they, and that is a right hand right out of the gate by Jonas Knox connecting <laughs> well, to the a, jaw of Mike Harmon.
2: Well, that's my guy, though. So, <laughs> so he will uh, he will appear on uh, the weekend overnight show. We'll be talking fantasy football. And we'll just be busting uh, chops the entire time. So that's how it works. Oh, that's good. Okay, yeah, good. It'll so uh, be you, fun. You'll explain to him how you yeah. yeah, –
0: listen, when I say so, – I didn't really mean spit in the fact. of
2: yeah, and Mike, I'm just reading off the teleprompter. I just – whatever is written in there from Justin <laughs> Frostberg, we read, and, and I don't know – anything. I don't, I'm not the author of any of these takes. We'll put a question mark in the prompter? Uh, we'll
0: get to all the latest news uh, coming out of Houston. We have big stuff today involving Aaron Rodgers and Colin Kaepernick, but the three week story, it seemed, of Isaiah Thomas, Kyrie Irving, the trade that went down, but then it may not, was. it probably wasn't going to go down. Then it was going to go down. Now it is finally official. Adrian Wojnarowski reporting just moments ago that the trade involving Kyrie Irving for Isaiah Thomas is now officially complete. Remember, it was up in the air because Isaiah Thomas's hip was not what the Cavaliers expected when they examined him, which we get to in a couple of seconds. But the nuts and bolts of it is this. When that was thrown up in the air, we first heard reports that they were going to try to get Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, and suddenly Kobe Altman was a shrewd GM, and oh, this yeah. is all planned, yeah. and this is all documented. This is all part of the plan to get another great player out of Boston. Yeah, that didn't happen. And now it's official. What are the Celtics sending the Cavaliers to finish this deal? A second round pick in 2020. So that's not quite Jason Tatum no. or Jalen Brown. Not no, quite. I'm so excited. I mean, it's no, it's not even Tim Tebow. Not even Tim. They'll throw you in to complete that deal, Tim. You could play quarterback for Florida this week, Tim. They need a guy. So this is exactly where we're sitting right now. All this all and it was a 2020. Second round pick.
2: I love the idea that Kobe... You know, you hear these terms when people talk, well, you know, rookie mistakes. Well, you know, they're a rookie, they make some mistakes sometimes. This was a rookie GM making a giant mistake, and little does he realize that moving forward, teams around the league aren't going to want to do business with him because he butchered this from the start and then tried to backtrack and say, well, we're not doing the deal until... Hold on, man. <laughs> That's not how it works here. You agreed to the deal and now you want more? Moving forward, teams are going to be hesitant to deal with him at all because of what he did in this trade. When this first
0: went down and suddenly it was undecided because of Thomas's hip, it was crazy that you would think the Cavaliers wouldn't know the condition of Isaiah Thomas's hip before they made the trade. Obviously, the physical at the end was going to be the yay or nay. But that's always just a formality. You know going in, how good is this hip? You exchange the information, you look at you see everything about it. And now suddenly, oh, Isaiah Thomas's his hip is not great. And then suddenly the the hot take became oh Look at the Cavaliers. They got the they got the Celtics over a barrel. This is oh, what a great move by the Cavaliers. Right, this right. is awesome. Oh, now what's Danny Ainge gotta do? He's got to give up something because Isaiah Thomas can't go back. And okay. Oh, what a great, what a great move. Oh, what a shrewd GM. Kobe Altman is shrewd. And then Danny Ainge just said, Yeah, I saw the offer that came out today in case we can't get our deal done. If you want Malcolm Brogdon and, and Chris Middleton, go, go ahead. Make that trade if you want to, and then they realized, uh, well, no, we really we really want Isaiah Thomas, and you know his hip is okay, I guess. So just give us a 2022nd round pick.
2: Was all this crap worth it? Yeah, I mean, really, was it, all that worth it for that? Because you've now hurt your reputation. You're you're now a guy who backs backtracks on deals. It's like, listen, if you want to bring it down to a level that everybody can understand, nobody likes the guy in fantasy football who you're trying to make a deal with, and you agree on a trade, and he goes, "All right, but um." But could you throw in Melvin Gordon, too? No, man. (laughs) We already talked about this. I can't do that. I don't have enough spots in my roster. What are you doing right now? Nobody likes that guy. And moving forward, you don't want to deal with that guy if he's going to weasel out at the end. And what Kobe Altman did was pull a weasel move at the end You didn't know that there were injury concerns with Isaiah Thomas. It wasn't a dead giveaway that, I don't know, he missed majority of the series that you played against him in the playoffs. Like, that wasn't a dead giveaway that something was wrong there. Everybody knew he had a bum hip. Everybody knew what the injury was. Chris Mannix was on the airwaves at Fox Sports Radio over a month, uh, like oh, well over a month ago talking about how Isaiah Thomas's hip is one of the most underreported stories, and Danny Ainge is just now coming out, and this was a month ago, saying he probably won't need surgery, and he named off all the different guys that have been dealing with the same injury and how it impacted their careers, and Kobe Altman had no idea, like just had no clue whatsoever. He, he, I'm telling you, his reputation is crap right now around the NBA, and general managers and front offices will not want to deal with him because this is how it's done. You know what he reminded me of? He reminded me of in draft day, right at the end. When sorry, spoiler alert, when Kevin that's
0: I don't know why I keep going back to it. it's such a horrible movie. It's terrible. But I can't get enough of it. When it's on, I watch it. It's just it's so steeped in in (laughs) a lack of reality, I can't get over it. But it's just so awesomely bad. Like when he calls the Jaguars GM at the end, and of course he's the caricature of a GM, he's the young guy that doesn't know what he's doing and people are shuffling papers really fast around him. He goes, Hey, come on, you know, give us his first round pick, I'll give you three second round picks. He goes, Whoa, I don't know. Come on, do it, you'll be a hero. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll take three second round picks. (laughs) I feel like that's what happened here. Finally, he, you know, Danny Ainge turned into Sonny Weaver and made that
2: phone call. Yeah. It's, it's terrible, man. And also the fact that now, and and here's what's, here's what happens moving forward, because he was put in a tough spot. Whoever was going to be the general manager of this team moving forward, you were going to be put in this tough spot. You remember when Byron Scott took over the Cavs and then LeBron left and it was like, Oh boy, I probably shouldn't have done this Mm. now on this guy's resume. Two years in, here's what's going to be put right up on his resume. Kobe Altman, former GM of the Cavs, first big move, traded away Kyrie Irving for Jay Crowder, a couple of picks, and Lieutenant Dan. And then a year later, loses LeBron James via free agency. Right off the bat, this guy's not gotten. He will go three, four years tops as GM in Cleveland because he butchered this deal from the start, and then he backtracked on it, which made it look even worse. When you could easily turn around, move that first round pick from Brooklyn, try and acquire other assets. Now teams around the league are like, "Whoa, are, do you really want to move the pick? or Are you gonna you gonna ask for something more in return?" I'm telling you, this is a bad look for him and the Cavs organization.
0: Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Twitter at How about a The Jason Smith Show. Jason Jonas. Knox in for Mike Harmon tonight on the show. This is now the second time that the Cavs have looked bad in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. All right, The way they make this trade. Now, the good news for LeBron James for this year is that, okay, we got a new mix-in. Now, is the team better? No, it's not better, but it's different. And if it's different, you can sell it as, hey, maybe this is what we need to get past the cap the, to get past the Warriors in the NBA Finals again. We'll beat the Celtics. We'll move on. We still have LeBron, and now maybe Isaiah Thomas brings that different dimension. I don't see it, but it's easy to sell somebody different on something. Well, this isn't working, so try this. Well, okay. But this is just making it easier for LeBron at the end of this year, when, it, when it's all said and done at the end of the year, and the Cavaliers are no closer to beating the Warriors than they are, for him to say that, you know what, I'm leaving. And we're not going to win. We're not closer to a title here. And look at what the last eight nine months has been. Yeah. Kyrie Irving wanted out. You fired the GM I liked. All right, you brought in a new GM that that has misfired a couple of times. Yeah, we you know we we, we still got a couple of good players, but now he embarrassed the team a couple of times. Dan Gilbert, you know him and LeBron are always at at, at odds with with what happens. This whole season is going to be. Is LeBron leaving? And he'll drop subtle hints he's leaving. He'll drop subtle hints he's staying. But he will never miss an opportunity to make the Cavaliers look bad. So when he leaves, because he's got rabbit ears and he you know, he doesn't want to be the bad guy, he's not going to leave and have his jersey be burnt like he did for, left for the Miami Heat. He's smarter than that now that he saw what happened. He wants to leave, but he wants to leave being the good guy. He wants to leave and have Cleveland fans go, You gave us everything you had. This was so awesome. Yeah, Ted Gilbert, you suck. Kobe Allman, you suck. That's what he wants. And every time something like this happens, when you're the gang that can't shoot straight, LeBron just goes, see, how can I win here? Oh, yeah. It's going to make it easier for him to
2: walk away and not be the bad guy. It's like when you're in a relationship and you want out to begin with, you're looking to move on, and then they do something stupid that justifies your reasoning. And <laughs> and like outwardly, you're like... I can't believe this, but inside you're like, yes, Mm. yes. Thank you. A gift from God. A winning lottery ticket. Are you kidding me? This is my out. I get out and I don't have to have a guilty conscience about it. It's exactly what LeBron's doing right now. He's going to play out this year and pretend like he's all in for the city of Cleveland and everybody come out and see LeBron James and man, I'm I'm, I'm into this team and I want to watch how many times, I wish there was a prop bet, a season prop bet, how many times he rolls his eyes during a live Cavs game because somebody does not do something he likes or he gets frustrated at a postgame press conference he's probably only going to play 55 games to begin with because he's too tired but i just i want to hear how he reacts to this season i'm fascinated by it because this is his whole well everything's crumbling around me as long as i look like it's not because of me i'm good on the other side i'm good i'll figure it out on the other. everybody's going to want me but he can leave them in ruins and go move on with his career Good 8- for him. 87799
0: on Fox, Twitter at How about a fresca Jonas at the Jonas Knox on Twitter as well. We'll have more on this trade again. It is finally official. The Thursday deadline. Don't have to worry about it anymore. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN reporting that to finally complete the Kyrie Irving Isaiah Thomas trade, with the Cavaliers being uncertain over the hip situation regarding Isaiah Thomas. The Cavaliers get not Jalen Brown, not Jason Tatum. Instead, they get a 2020. Second round pick, proving that all of the last couple of weeks, hey, it's been worth it.
1: Yay. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: The news out of Houston just continues to be so difficult. Uh, the catastrophic flooding in Texas right now Houston's got a curfew of midnight they've rescued over 18,000 people from floodwaters across the state there's over 10 to 12,000 people living in 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 shelters right now the the number of dead is now creeps up over 20 the video you see is just in, in, incredibly graphic the, uh, you know yesterday was the the picture of the the nursing home in the last couple of days that went viral of the the, the patients and the people who live there sitting in water up to their uh, waist waiting to be rescued. Today was the video of one of the interstates that uh, they had a time-lapse video of. Here's an interstate with people driving on it. Now it looks like the ocean because you can just see the very tops of trees. It's absolutely uh, catastrophic. And, and all our thoughts and prayers to everybody in Houston right now Many people are donating money, which is great. A lot of people out of sports are doing it. You see, there's, there's big donations from businesses coming in in the last 24 hours. So, at least, you know, they're getting that kind of money. But certainly, the one story that has given everybody hope in the last couple of days has been that of JJ J. Watt, Texan star defensive player who decided he wanted to raise money. Now, yeah, they. they NFL canceled the Texans-Cowboys game this week. Looks like the Mets and Astros are going to play, though, this weekend. They're not going to play on Friday. They're going to play a doubleheader on Saturday. So it looks like the Astros will get to come back home and play. But J.J. Watt was wanted to raise money. And he started out saying, I want to raise money for all the victims of, of what's happening in Hurricane Harvey. His goal was $500,000. And he got to $500,000 right away. Then it was a million. And then it was a million five. And then it was two million. And in the span of 12 hours, it was two million, it was three million, it was four million, five million. Then he said, My goal is, earlier today, it was my goal is six million. And now he's up over eight and a half. Million dollars in fundraising for money to go right to victims of Hurricane Harvey. He says, Now my new goal is 10 million, and there's no reason to think by the time the show is over that he can get to 10 million. Yes,
2: yeah, it's cr- the power of social media. When you can reach that many people, and 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 anybody can go on, they can they can click something, they can they can donate. Whether and he was talking to whether it's five bucks or a hundred bucks or whatever you can you can donate or pass aside. They've they've done so, and he's also done a good job by pointing out where this stuff is going because people are yeah. hesitant because there's a lot of scams out there, and it's just the reality of, of the way this stuff works to where they set up a GoFundMe page. This is for so and so. And uh, how do you really know what's going there? Yeah, and J.J. You, Watt's no. been clear this stuff is going to, re- to help victims of this tragedy going on in Houston. It's a fantastic job what he's done.
0: Yeah, you can text Harvey to 90999, and that's what you've been able to do for the last few days, to donate money for Hurricane Harvey Relief. You want your money to go there? That's what you can do. 90999, Harvey, you can text $10. Again, it doesn't matter whether it's $10, $5, dollars $1, a $100, whatever it is, whatever you can afford. Board, that money will go there, and and pretty much what you do because I because I, I hear you on that because so many people I, you hear stories about yeah I donated this money and it was a website that was still a charitable donation but they decide what they want to do with the money and the money they got they decided no it's going to go to someplace else right it's going to go to something in Louisiana or it's going to go to something in Oklahoma and you like, no no I wanted my money to go there. As long as it says on the site you see money donated will go directly to Hurricane Harvey. Any website, any company that is worth its salt has that on there. So you just got to watch out for like when you see the picture of Hurricane Harvey and go, donate here, oh, here, I'm donating money, and you don't realize that. It's going someplace else. So as long as it says, we we'll do- we donate, all our money goes to Hurricane Harvey Funds, it's pretty easy to read and, and, and read the fine print that you know where your money's going. But again, Red Cross, Harvey, 90999, that's where the money goes.
2: It's And I was watching some of that. I'm a weather nerd. Like, if I didn't get into sports, I would get into weather. I love it. I just I, – I love – I know exactly what Channel the Weather Channel is. Every calendar I have has got a different storm. It's just, I'm, I'm a nerd like that. Wait,
0: wait, that, so, wait, wait, wait. That's your nerd? Is that you know what Channel the Weather Channel is? 362. Uh, okay. All right. Like, there's I'm,
2: a lot of channels. Okay. No, th- no there are, but yeah. I'm like, I didn't know knowing the Weather Channel was, like, you know. Like day one okay. of the NCAA tournament. I can't tell you, uh, <laughs> I can't tell you where Dayton's playing, but I can tell you where the Weather Channel is. It's okay. 362. Oh, so okay, you're, you're so, the Mike Trout of broadcasting Yeah, then. so, okay. so I, Mike Trout and I have a lot in common, except he's good at something and I'm not really good at much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I see the weather and, and, and all the uh, catastrophe and like the catastrophic pictures that have come out and the one, the crazy one is, is you look at the water and it's almost touching like a, like a freeway overpass sign. Like you just, like they had this view to where it's not far from the freeway overpass sign. And then you show how high the water is in someone's house. If you, if you're having trouble understanding what that is. Imagine walking out in front of your house or your home, stand there, look at your house, and now imagine that there's water up to the the window near the top of your house. It's crazy to think of it. And the water is just staying there. It's not going anywhere. It's either getting higher or it's just staying there. You're seeing dogs that that are that are jumping on top of their owners' cars. The owners have left, and they've left the dogs there. That's a whole other conversation no. all the way around. Like, and you just see, like people like. There's a a picture of you know an elderly man being walked out of his home, or it might have been a nursing home. Where and you're like, this is crazy, man. And you're talking about the the casualties and everything going going along with it, and. I, I don't know how long it's going to be until this city comes back, but the devastation there is, and I, and I don't know if it's comparable to Katrina, but the devastation there is greater than I think anybody ever anticipated. Yeah, I want to
0: get to that in a second because that, that's, a, that's a very big thing and what I've been thinking about a lot seeing all the video today. But first, let's hear from uh, the knight in shining armor, J.J. Watt. Again, over $8.5 million. New goal is $10 million.
3: Uh, quick update here. Uh, we got back to Houston today. Fortunately, found a path back. Got a chance to come home. Everybody gets to see their families, their wives, their kids. Um, So that's really good for the guys on the team. And had a chance to drive around a little bit to see some of the damage, to see some of the flooding. Um, It's it's unbelievable and obviously there's still so much work that needs to be done. There's still some areas that are flooded, um, but got some absolutely incredible news. Ellen DeGeneres, along with Walmart, has donated another million dollars to this foundation. Um, So we're at over 8.5 million dollars right now, working our way towards the 10 million. Absolutely incredible. Keep raising money. Keep spreading the word. Please keep sending the message out, ucaring.com slash JJ Watt. Can't speak enough to the goodness and humanity, to everybody helping out. Um, We're working very hard to make sure that these funds go directly to the people. So many volunteers helping. Houston, stay strong. We're all behind you.
0: So there it is, J.J. Watt. Again, the website is youcaring.com. Now, this is, this is what shocked me today about this. There's, there's different things that shock me all the time about the devastation, Hurricane Harvey, everything we're seeing. And look, I, I remember Hurricane Katrina, how, how, how the, the devastation that caused. Houston's the number four market in the country. Right? it's the fourth largest city, and and on a yearly basis, sometimes bumps up to number three, but usually Houston is market four. It's you know it's it's New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and then it's Houston. It used to be Houston was like eight or nine, but in the last few years, Houston's become a destination. Many people, young people, millennials, have moved to Houston because of you know the energy field and the 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 different uh, corporations. That if they have
2: Super Bowls, there, it's yeah, a destination it's, city.
0: It's a big deal, and in the last like ten years, especially. It's really risen. But now I look and I, I go, when can people go back to work? When can they go back into oh, their it's... homes? And I don't know the pe- – I mean, what kind of population is just not going to go back? It's, you know what? I, I can't go back. I, I can't go back. I can't go back. There's nothing I can rebuild there. It's it, The devastation is so big. I wonder if, if we've seen – you know, Houston, and this is a number four market, and it's never going to be the same. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine. Like, have we seen like a big city? Can you imagine? I mean, we say Houston, go okay, but can you imagine if a city like Chicago or L.A. Or, or New York or a city that you know we always look at as all here are the big cities? Suddenly, their population is is cut in half because people don't go back and businesses don't go back. I mean, that that you can't even comp- comprehend that. That's what's going to happen
2: to Houston. I worked in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, and that was obviously years after Hurricane Katrina and there were people that had that had been transplants who who said that it was so, the devastation was so bad at home in louisiana there was no going back that was it like you like that life of yours is over you had to find somewhere else to live the remainder of your life because what you had in Louisiana, that was all gone. So there are stories like that, businesses and, 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 and shops and local mom and pop shops and places like that that just never recovered. That, that was it. Like, like it. And all because of a storm and because of rain. Like, like the AP just came out with a tweet a short time ago that said the death toll is now up to 31. Mm. All because of rain. Like, think about it. That's crazy. That's 31 people that are now no longer here because of the amount of rain they got in a short period of time.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Aaron Rodgers does an interview today that's getting a
0: lot of play. Does it with ESPN? And it's all about who is Aaron Rodgers? What motivates Aaron Rodgers? Because the guy has always played it close to the vest. Packers quarterback, Super Bowl champion, very highly publicized relationship with Olivia Munn over the last couple of years. It was revealed on The Bachelor when his brother Jordan said, yeah, we don't really talk to Aaron all that much. Then his... Family Dirty Laundry is aired. Oh, they don't speak. It's possibly over Olivia Munn. And then they break up. And Aaron Rodgers, for the most part, has always been a guy that's had a couple of fun, quick one-liners when he's being interviewed. But as far as who he is, he's been very private. He was asked about Colin Kaepernick in the interview. And this is what's getting a lot of headlines. And he said, yeah, Colin Kaepernick should be on a roster. And I it's his politics, which is why he's not. Now, many people have said this. But... I have such an issue when people say he should be on a roster. Because instead of saying, oh, yeah, that's such a cop-out thing to say. right? When when you think about and get a little bit deeper into, oh, Colin Kaepernick, he should be on a roster, he should be on the roster. Here's why that's a cop-out, for a couple of reasons. Number one, anytime you hear the argument he should be on a roster by people who think that Colin Kaepernick's not blackballed and always being unfairly treated, he should be on a roster. You got to get deeper than that because it's not about just he should be on. Darrell Reeves should be on a roster, but he's not. So you got to go deeper. Now, obviously, for different reasons, but you go deeper. But when you go deeper, suddenly your argument falls apart because, okay, let's go deeper. So would he be a second string quarterback on a team where he's got a one year, $800,000 deal? probably not okay so so that's not it okay will he be a a backup quarterback on a team that doesn't use his skill set and he has to fit into a different kind of offense no he's not there okay so scratch that out will he be a backup on a quarterback uh, uh, on a team that he can't ever win the starting job no all right so scratch that out so suddenly now he should be on a roster there's a whole bunch of things that tell you well it's a little bit more complicated than that but it doesn't work with a narrative of yes Colin Kaepernick is being blackballed and shut out of the NFL you want to get deeper which you have to when you say he's not on a roster that's a cop-out way because when you have to explain it you realize your point isn't as strong because it's very easy to go okay there's many different reasons it's a lot more that goes into why a guy is on a roster why it's not no it's his politics part of it sure but all those things i just laid out right there that eliminates two-thirds to
2: three-quarters of the teams in the nfl yes. from colin kaepernick uh and and they, but but you can't have layers No 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 it's got to be one thing it's got to be, and it has to be that one thing. Because if it's not, then here's another example. Of I've got layers, yeah, like okay. an onion has layers. And, and I'm not, I'm not comparing the two. I'm just comparing different situations and 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 a couple of guys that aren't in the league. So the Pittsburgh Steelers last year, their leading sack artist on that team, the guy with the most sacks on the Pittsburgh Steelers was uh, James Harrison, and he had I think five and a half sacks. That was their leading sacker on the team. You mean to tell me that that team who generated five sacks from a guy who's like 40 couldn't use the pass rushing ability of a Greg Hardy? But he's not on the team. And why is that? Because it's more than just football. Because there's baggage. There's things going on. Now, the Kaepernick situation, it's different baggage, but it's still baggage. And and if you can't just acknowledge that that's part of the conversation and that owners look at it and go, listen, we understand what you're trying to do, but unfortunately, we don't want to bring that kind of attention to our team. If you can't be realistic and, and just appreciate that and accept that you can say whatever you want, it doesn't mean a place has to hire you. I don't know what to do for you, <laughs> and and everyone wants to say, well, you know, that's just him being blackballed. He's he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I think Aaron Rodgers' quote was, he's one of the best 64 quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay, great. There's a lot of guys that aren't playing. Terrell Owens, you did a show with him earlier, mm-hmm. right? He says he could still play. I could still 40. run a four four forty. Yeah, if he can still run a four four forty, he should be in the league. Why is he not in the league? Because there's things that come along with Terrell Owens that t- some teams don't want to have to deal with. Same with Colin Kaepernick. It doesn't make these teams racist. It doesn't make them scared. It just makes them looking at their at their football team as a business, and they don't want to bring that into their business. I, I just don't know why that's so hard for people to understand. No,
0: because they, they need to. People need to understand that everything is not just it's A or B. There's there's layers. Shades as of gray. You said to, it's right. It's all shades of gray. Look at it this way. Say Fox called me up tomorrow and said, Jason, you're done. I said, what do you mean? You're done. We're letting you go. Okay. And then I don't work for a year. All right. Let's just say that happens. Knock Knockwood, knock wood, knock wood. Pam, don't faint. Everything is fine. <laughs> Let's just say they said that. And then there would be people in the media that say, boy, you know, Jason should have a job. He's pretty good. He's doing radio for a long time. He should, he should have a job. Okay. Where? Well, he should work at ESPN. Yeah, you know, I've been there twice and I've left twice. So what does that tell you? All right, well, CBS then. Well, CBS doesn't have any openings, let's just say. Okay, what about NBC? NBC may not even be on the air in a year. So not, not. I can't go there. Well, satellite. Well, satellite doesn't pay a lot of money. So I, I, can't, I can't take a job for, for you know, a little amount of money. All right. Well, then you know you can work in you know morning drive or afternoon drive in a local market. I but but I don't have a marketing history in those markets, so other people are going to get jobs instead of me. So now suddenly, but but Jason should still have a job, right? You know, I you know, I think I should. But all those things would go into it. And with any situation, it, when someone's not working, it's not just this one thing or this one thing. There's that kind of layers to it. And with Colin Kaepernick, all of those things are part of it. So when people say, oh, we should have a job. That's and that's also a way to get out of the conversation to go, yeah, I don't really want to weigh in on it. I just want to say, yeah, of course he should have a job because of, that's the popular opinion. You, yeah. you look bad if you say he shouldn't have a job.
2: It's a safe play. In the same article, Aaron Rodgers also said that he doesn't um that he doesn't he doesn't consider himself either a Democrat or a Republican, that he doesn't tie to either side. That that he just he refuses to uh to be uh, affiliated with either side. Same thing with religion. So it's a guy who just He would be a really bad sports talk radio host, all right? Because he would just ride the fence. He'd just stay right down the middle and say, I could see how this could be wrong, but then again, I could see how it could be right. And he would
1: be terrible at sports talk radio. Thank God he's a great quarterback. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. We need to
0: say this. Dikembe Matumbo has become the latest athlete to donate money, again, very big in in Houston, wants to try to buy the Rockets, donating $50,000 to Hurricane Harvey Relief. Many athletes have done it. We talked about J.J. Watt. He's up over $8.5 million, now wants a new goal of $10 but Matumbo does have a message, because Jonas, we talked about this earlier in the show, people are nervous about, you know, am I donating to the right place? Am I donating to a place that's going to give the money right to Hurricane Harvey? Right. So Mutombo has a message that if, you know, you're trying to donate, you know, here, here's what to do and what not to do.
2: Hello, everyone.
3: If you get an email, say it's from Dikembe Mutombo, do not answer. My email was hacked by these crazy people. I don't know why. They need to get a life.
2: I don't know what that is. It just makes me laugh every time we play. It, I think everybody could use a laugh. Yeah, I thought it was a Louis, was Louis Armstrong song. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know what it is about that, but every time Matumbo does something, well, we got to mention it. Why? Just so we can play that sound. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Sometimes, in odd moments, I'll walk around the house and I'll just go, hello, everyone. (laughs) This is the Don't send the email back to me, it will go into my spam folder.
2: I don't know what it is. It's just so funny. I'd love to hear him do karaoke. (laughs) I do anything. Hello, everyone. (laughs) If you get an email says from Dikembe
1: Mutombo, do not answer. My email was hacked by these crazy people.
0: Oh man! Coming up to the stage next, I have uh, Dikembe. Dikembe (laughs) for Rhinestone Cowboy. Dikembe. Ah, very good. Come on up. Come on. Let's sing this. Uh, Wasn't
2: there a story about Dikembe Mutombo when he was at Georgetown that he walked into some bar hammered? There was a, like a legendary story that he wa- he was at Georgetown and walked into some bar hammered and held his arms out and just said, Who wants to sex me? <laughs> like, that's a legendary story. I'm not kidding. If you look that up, that's a story. Uh, he said, Who wants to sex to Kembe Matumba? Also, oh, he went third person. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. round of applause for Takembe Matumba. Yeah, that's how it's yeah, done. Yeah.
0: yeah. If you want to the Kembe, you get the email from me. It's not,
2: it's not, it's just crazy, people. I just want to know how many people raised their hand and said, oh, I will, right here. Do not answer. Uh, real quick, before the
0: epic fail, uh, we promised an update on Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel was nearly a quarterback in the CFL. Hamilton Tiger Cats, June Jones, who just became the head coach because, you know, Tiger Cats are 0-8 so far in the CFL. They were looking for a change. Uh, If you remember, they were in the news earlier this week because they had hired former Baylor head coach Art Bryles as an assistant quarterback, assistant coach slash offensive coordinator. Then realizing, boy, the guy is still nuclear, they had to back off and say, all right, no, no, we don't want Art Bryles because, you know, that really, that bad stuff in the United States, you know, they've actually heard about that in Canada. So let's back off that. But now they had Johnny Manzellen for a tryout but they said he's got too much baggage right now oh. so they're not going to sign him. Right. Here's Johnny Manziel. They actually hired Art Bryles, who presided over a team that was filled with sexual assaults and all kinds of horrendous things. They actually hired the guy. But Johnny Manziel, he's got too much he's got too much stuff going on. We can't we can't sign him right yeah. now. Lawrence wow. Phillips won a
2: gray cup there. Lawrence Phillips, the guy who just murdered his cellmate not long ago, (laughs) like what? Too many red flags. What? Like, how do you like? Do you do you even think? Do even think like back as to who? Like all the all the quote great guys and great players you've had in the CFL. Lawrence Phillips, one of the worst human beings to ever step foot on a professional field. And not only did he go to the CFL and play there for a while, he won a Grey Cup there. (laughs) <laughs> I just, I but johnny manzel oh no god forbid too much he parties too much he's got a dollar <laughs> bill rolled up behind his ear god
0: forbid jeez man all right so you found uh, on the internet uh maybe the biggest epic fail of yeah. the night uh csn which is what broadcasts the celtics yeah. in, you know locally in in boston the surrounding area in massachusetts uh, put something out on social media that really was a big epic fail.
2: Yeah, they uh, the Celtics on CSN, it's at Celtics CSN, uh, wanted to welcome Kyrie Irving to Boston. And so they, uh, all expenses, I mean, it didn't matter what it cost. They were willing to pay top dollar to show how they were going to welcome Kyrie Irving to Boston. So they decided to put together this little 30-second uh, long, I don't know if you would call it like a 30-second gif, maybe, or a GIF, whatever you want to refer to it as, It's uh, 31 seconds long, and it's Kyrie Irving standing in front of the TD Bank North Garden. There's a bridge behind him, the famous bridge in Boston in the background. He's holding a basketball, and there's fireworks. And it says, welcome to Boston, Kyrie Irving. Here's the problem. It looks like a 3-year-old put this together. <laughs> uh, like this is like when they this is like when they announced that uh ET had been remastered yeah. and you're looking at it and you're going, "You know, I still can't tell those are Reese's pieces though." <laughs> what did this really do? Like I really this does nothing for me. This is what this looks like from CSN.
0: Hey, what what can you slap together in like 8 minutes? Uh I don't know. Kyrie with some yeah, I, I don't know the, the... Stuff behind it's him. Strange, yeah. man. Get it, get, <laughs> like, get it out there.
2: It's so like I'm not even sure that's his body. No, I don't know. I, I think, think it that is. I think that's Jason Tatum's body because he wore 11 in the uh, <laughs> summer league, and they just they put Kyrie Irving's face on Jason Tatum's body. It's so strange. I'm gonna retweet it. This is very very bizarre. Hey, that's something Harmon can do better than, and he's off tonight spitting in the face of every listener. Oh, yeah, Har- Harmon couldn't care less about you guys. I do though. Uh, you know,
1: I, I do. So I will go ahead and retweet this for you. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced.
2: Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every
1: game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May.